Hello, hello, this is Tracy Harrell, and welcome to Bigger Than Me. Each week, we focus on how to achieve your definition of success and happiness. On Bigger Than Me, we bring together a combination of ageless wisdom, the latest research, and engaging interviews with amazing people who are sharing their stories to help each of us achieve our full potential. Your journey to transformation begins right now. Let's do this. Let's do this. This is Tracy Harrell, and I am so excited today. I, I, I say that almost every show, right? Like, I am so excited. It's interesting because I'm living my dream. Like, this is what I was put on this earth to do. I was put on this earth to do everything I can every day to help others achieve their dream. I'm achieving mine, right? If you think about the gifts that, you know, we're all given certain gifts. I got the gift of gab. <laughs> They're all like, yeah. No, yeah. no one's <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And so I love talking to amazing people. I love learning from people. And so today the topic is how do we, which is basically the theme. It's not just today. Our show is all about Bigger Than Me is about helping others achieve their dream. And today we have coaches of different types here to help you achieve your dreams. We also have some individuals who will be joining us to talk about their stories and what they're doing to achieve their dreams. Talking about their journey, I think, really to provide some courage and insight regarding what each of us can do each day to move closer to the dreams that we need to and want to accomplish. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I so <laughs> I have five guests with me today, and I think I have two more that might be joining us either in person or on the phone. So we have some returning guests. We have uh, Bob and Diane Palmer from Palmer Motivation. Would you guys like to introduce yourself and tell us what are you, your success coaches, and? And high performance coach. And I heard you say the last time you were here, you like the... <laughs> the way I like to refer to it is it's the Navy SEALs of coaching. It's the one that is is the top tier tier of coaching. Now, there's lots of different levels and different styles, but the, uh, the high-performance coaching is the one that will get you way down your road if that's where you want to go. A lot of people don't want to be pushed that hard. <laughs> A lot of people don't want to find out that much about themselves. Mm. But when you decide that, hey, I have a goal, and I really do want to accomplish it, then it's a great way to go. You know, it's what I love about you and, and your <laughs> lovely bride, Lady Di. When I first <laughs> met you two, basically all I knew, I knew her as your lovely bride, but you do have a, a name. <laughs> Tell us about this beautiful woman. She's spectacular. She is, uh, she's my right hand. She's the one... She's the one in charge, and, and I'm the Navy <laughs> Seal of Palmer Motivation. Oh, there you go. All right. It's so funny. She also describes herself as your best um, living proof of success. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That is right. Tell us about that, Diane. Um, I guess I don't know. Where do you want me to start? Whoops. When um, when Bob and I first got together, um, he kind of pushed me outside of my comfort zone. Uh, we started going to workshops and discovering my, my passion, my purpose. Um, I think really laying a foundation for us together as well really became a big part of mm. what we were learning. Right. You know? So um, 
he has helped me discover my passion, to find my uh, my dreams, and uh, discover my purpose. I love that. You and know? in life, when you know your purpose in life, there's no greater joy. I wake up every day, honestly, happier than I ever thought I could be. Like, oh, my God, how fortunate am I to be able to do what I love to do and what I know I was meant to do? It is such a blessing. And so a high-performance coach can help you get there. You bet, because it helps define that. I mean, whether you're, you're either using our success coaching mm-hmm. strategy or our high-performance strategy, it, they both focus on what's your purpose. What I are you here it. for? Are you, are you just doing the thing that you're doing because you've been doing it for so long? Or are you doing the thing that you're here for? Mm. Now, sometimes, you know, our job pays the bills and does all those other things that we need the job to do. Yes. But when you're doing things that are your purpose... That's when it's smooth and it's almost effortless. It, it and is effortless. And you just, the joy that you get from that, and that changes everything. It does. You know, rather it than does. just, hey, I get up, I go to work, I come home, oh, I get up, oh, I go to work, oh. I go home. You know, and, <laughs> and, and we all know people like that. Totally. We kind of that like too. sleepwalking through life, basically. Sure. This is a wake you up bet. call. This show every right. week, if you watch this show every week, there's no way you're going to walk through life basically like a zombie sleepwalk through life it's impossible because we bring people on every week who are actually doing things they're living their dreams they're living the example i i like to say i read like a thousand books and then i've summarized 100 books in my books which are kind of like an anthology and then my top 40 books they all say the same thing about success and happiness we know what it takes to be successful in happiness but knowing it is not the same as doing it so then we bring in great people who are doing it or who can help you to do it, to achieve your dream. Super exciting. Well, we love it. And one of the things that uh, one of the, the people that we follow is Brenda Burchard. One thing he says is common uh, sense isn't always common practice. Mm, let and, me write that one down. And, you know, and that's what <laughs> a, me, a lot mean, of times, yeah, just because we know stuff doesn't mean we do stuff. So for people who don't know, I've actually written two books, and, and I normally am taking vigorous notes uh, on my laptop, which is, black screen today and it's not responding <laughs> no one likes that that happens so i'm not going to pretend i'm going to i'm going to pass it over sure. to handsome trey oh something happened okay hold on I, I can figure something out so um really the other person that i have here the other two individuals that i have here i have miss uh k and miss jody and jody's walking around the studio just you know making herself at home she was here last week and we had an amazing time. Jody. what I loved about you was you're now the new vice president of Seattle SCORE. Yes? Yes, I'm the <laughs> new. <laughs> I think you talked her into it. <laughs> um, it's actually the vice chair. Vice chair. Thank you very much. Similar. Yeah. Thank you very much. And, and, and what I love about the reason this, this, this community that is here today, assembled today, this body of wonderful people were assembled today is because the common thread is that we all are trying to help people achieve their dreams. We're willing to pull our, put ourselves out there to do so. And what I love about SCORE, and we're going to talk about what SCORE is, both you and Kay, if you can introduce yourselves and tell us what is SCORE. And, and you guys are mentors and coaches as well, but you're helping people achieve their dreams in business. Absolutely. Tell us about SCORE. Yes, specifically we are helping people in small business. Mm-hmm. So SCORE is a national organization. It's 55 years old, in fact. Wow. Um, and it's a nonprofit organization whose uh, complete goal in life is <laughs> to help foster um, small businesses, to help them thrive in the community. 
And so we do that in two ways. Um, one is through mentoring and one is through education. So um, we offer workshops, live workshops mm -hmm. um, in all of our different um, offices around the country. But also we offer um, live webinars, pre-recorded webinars, all sorts of training that are available through our website. So that's score.org. Um, and in addition to that, we have free mentoring. So that's one-on-one -on -one coaching. And we can be with uh, a, a client through the life of their business. So a lot mm. of people come in when they first have that great idea. They want to know how to get started with their business. Um, but we also help them when they're looking to exit their business or they're just looking to grow their business. So we can help them through all of that. I, I love it. Obviously, I love it. I'm actually volunteering for SCORE as a mentor with SCORE. And I've always wanted to do this. I've known about SCORE for probably 20 years. I mean, I learned about it in Florida when I was there, and I just never had time. I mean, you know, I worked for IBM, and then I worked for Disney, pretty major corporations, you know, traveled internationally. So I never got, like, settled enough to be able to do it. And now that I'm living my dreams, now that I'm 100% dedicated on uh, helping people to, to achieve their dreams, I actually get to get the pleasure to work with these SCORE mentors. Helping people with their business is amazing. Meeting and connecting with these SCORE mentors has been equally amazing. You guys are wonderful. Miss Kay, I'm looking at you. Jody is my actually mentor. So I'm actually starting my own business, my consulting business. It's called It's All Bigger Than Me. It's consulting. It's training. It's this basically this social media kind of platform offering, you know, helping to make the world a better place. Like one good story at a time. So we'll talk more about that another time. Yeah, but Jody's it. my mentor. We call her Big Jody Little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to come back to you, Big Jody Little, but I'm going to have Miss Kay. Kay, can you introduce yourself and sure. tell us all about the books you've written and, and, and why you are a mentor with, mentor with SCORE? Right. Um, I must say that I am. He really I wants am, you to pull the mic toward you, I think. Pull it forward. All forward. Right. Is, that, is this good? Okay, so I am a living example of a business owner who has been able to succeed in my own business because of SCORE. Mm -hmm. And um, I've been in business for over 40 years now. I and love that. you know how being in a, starting a small business is just like, it's so tumultuous. Mm -hmm. You're climbing up, and then all of a sudden you're down, and then all of a sudden you lose money, and <laughs> now you gotta go and borrow money. <laughs> and so, um, when I was trying to take my first loan out to start a hair salon, and I had this really great concept, but I had no experience, I had no money, and um, I visited so many banks and I got turned down. And all I was looking for was $40,000 loan to start my first business. Finally, after six months of searching at different banks, somebody said, have you ever thought about going to talk to a SCORE mentor because they're under the Small Business Administration and they give loans. And I said, really? <laughs> so I ran down to the office <laughs> and I gave them my business plan. And the bankers had always said, well, that's not a good business plan. You look like you're trying to start a nonprofit organization, not a business where you could make money. And I said, yes, but I want to do all these good things for the world. I mean, that's what I want my business to do, socially responsible. And um, the SCORE mentor looked at my business plan, and he said, hmm, I really like this plan. You have something here. 
And so we went through the process, and I got my $40,000 loan. So I'm forever grateful for the Small Business Administration and the score. And then throughout the years of building my business, of course, you're poor, you don't have any money, <laughs> you, don't, you can't pay consultants to help you. So where did I go again? I knocked sure. on the door, score, attended their workshop, talked to my mentor whenever I was depressed. <laughs> me oh, so it's counseling yeah, and mentoring. Okay. Right. And so anyways, to make long story short, now 40 years later, I said I want to give back and mm. to do something good to the organization that helped me. So that's why I became a SCORE mentor. Wonderful. We love you. We love you. Okay, I, I, you don't normally ask a woman how old she is, but Jody, Big Jody Little told me I should. Yes. So, oh, gosh. first of all, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm putting it on you. Okay, okay. okay. Big Jody, Jody Little. <laughs> first right. of all, you're beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you. And And <laughs> you've been blessing this earth for how many years? 78 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You are so, they and, say black know, don't crack, but apparently <laughs> um, you are just oh. absolutely Well, beautiful. I just feel so fortunate because I'm still so excited. I'm just a lifelong learner. Mm, and, the, that's you know, there are that so many That what keeps you looking all do. healthy and Right, young. so excited. A lifelong so, learner. Yes. I love, and you know what was interesting? So when Krista was here, Krista's the new chairperson for uh, Seattle score. Uh -huh. She said that most mentors, I would say that's one of the other common elements for the score mentors as well. Would you agree with that? That you see that they're coaches, but they're also learning. They want to learn about oh, the, your yes. business and they want to learn about various aspects. Yeah. It's amazing what you learn from your score clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So today we have again, a success coach. We have beautiful, High performance coach, you kind of do both depending on where you are, where you're at in your head. Right. You have some score coaches. You have someone who's written a couple of books. Uh, mm -hmm. Someone who's a leadership with score, but we also have someone over here. If Mike, we can zoom in to handsome Trey. Trey's actually been on my show before, and you came on to talk about your story. Yes. Um, and what I wanted to do is again, if today we're talking about success, mm -hmm. we're talking about how to help people to, to, to get to that next level, to achieve their dreams, to, to overcome obstacles. This young man, how old are you? 23. And he's lived a life, feels like 45 years worth of living has already happened in his life. So Trey, why don't you give us a quick overview of who you are and, and a bit about your journey and how yeah. you, and, and any words of wisdom that you'd like to share with others on getting there? Of course. Um, so my name is Trajan. I go by Trey for short. Mm -hmm. um, cool I'm Trajan White. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, go by Trey for short. Uh, born and raised here in Washington, uh, Tacoma University Police Area. I'm a licensed massage therapist. I've been in that industry for about three years. Prior to that, I worked in restaurant management, um, where I was managing my own fast food location um, for a little while. But um, Super excited and grateful to be here. Um, when I first met you, you had said that us meeting for the second time <laughs> was an act of God. Well, I said that the first time we met, right? We yes. were both like, yes. so I met him through massage therapy at Massage Envy. Mm -hmm. 
one of the best massages I've ever had. But, yes. <laughs> but then we started talking, of course, and we started talking about your journey. And I, I mm-hmm. mentioned the book because whenever I meet interesting people, I always ask about their journey. Mm-hmm. And you just had so much to share about yeah. my you know, childhood and my parents and the way that I have overcome just childhood traumas and and I like to call it half support. Mm. You, when you're raised by a single parent, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you get that whole you're either being nannied or babysat by friends and or family members, or your parent is just not able to be fully present because they are working and balancing being a parent full time and working a full time job. You're, you're talking about your experience. Yes, this is my write me this is my personal say, experience. I heard somebody right. talking about single parents. <laughs> So your yes. experience has been quite traumatic. Yeah. So and honestly, I, ha- that's I have my to. Personal but, but what I love mm-hmm. about is you've had some tr- like major. You, you right. experienced. I wouldn't call it homelessness, but you experienced some. I experienced um, just having to pick up and go all the time. Really, um, when the car didn't start when I was four, I had to walk down the straw on a gra- on a gravel road with no shoes on, like I was four. Um, so the overview of kind of my personal story is experiencing childhood trauma, which most people have to one extent or the other, and then working to overcome that childhood trauma through self-analysis, seeking mental health therapy, um, really digging deep down inside of yourself and pulling out those, those things that have shaped you and groomed you into who you are today and unlearning the conditioning that was you were conditioned through through that traumatic situation. You guys hear what he's saying? This is the 23-year-old <laughs> talking about uh, yeah. self-analysis, mental health therapy, and unlearning, unhealthy conditioning. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you understand? He actually, you talked about, like, abuse. Like, you're, you watched your mother be yeah. abused. I watched my abuse. mother experience, you know, like, domestic violence and trauma, and very normally did I come home and just see that that was a normal thing and you know what's funny Tracy actually just last night and I don't know if this was like an epiphany or whatever (laughs) it was but I thought about the way that I view my relationship Mm. and how I am comfortable in trauma violence um, and those types of things because of the way that I was conditioned Mm. in my childhood so that, as an adult, spills over into my personal relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with listening to, you know, violent music or, mm. or seeing people argue and go into chaos and just be very, like, that's become normal for me. Mm-hmm. And being able to, I guess, recognize that mm-hmm. to an extent has been huge. a really huge part of my right. unlearning process. The and unlearning. <laughs> so we got some coaches here. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. Yeah, of we, course. We, you, you re- so jump in at any point in time. Everyone just kind of jump in. So the point is, we have a listening audience, people watching. This will be, you know, posted as a part of our our community of how we change and help people to change the world. And if we have a a success coach, a high performance coach, the Navy Seal of coaching, we got some people here to talk about <laughs> business owners who oftentimes want to start a business. But you know, let's talk about people who want to do a thing and just aren't moving forward. They get distracted by the daily grind. By the, you know, they're, they're not able to unlearn some things, right? Some habits or some bad habits. So can we just jump right into, we've had enough shows mm-hmm. talking about the basics, right? So we can talk about the basics real quick. And then we're going to talk about how do people, how do we get past those, those obstacles? How do we get, you know, get out of our own way to actually succeed? So 
we'll, we'll have Bob talk about the basics when it comes to success and what it takes to achieve a dream summary and then we'll have you guys talk about when people are trying to, to to start a business how does score help them typically there's a list of courses there's there's workshops anything you want to share about what it takes to be successful so we'll go there we'll come back and again we'll we'll um and then we'll get to the the real meat of the matter is yes we often know you're not gonna tell you're not gonna say anything right now that most people don't know you need a business plan to um achieve to, to start a business to to, to improve your likelihood of success in a business. And we know when you're trying to be successful, we know certain things about that, right? Being intentional, et cetera. So we're going to talk about those things, but then let's get to the nitty gritty. Why doesn't everybody have a million dollar business? And why aren't we all then rich and happy? <laughs> because it's not easy. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, if it was easy, work. yeah, if it was easy <laughs> to be successful, side, Mac, yeah. the, um, um, Mike, the work hard. Yeah. It takes work. Absolutely. So it's not easy. Right. It's simple conceptually. But it's just not easy. We would all love to take a pill. We're, we're in that society of, you know, the instant breakfast, mm -hmm. everything's packaged, you know. Yep. <laughs> Does your mom, you know, cook things from scratch anymore? <laughs> not Very often that doesn't happen because our society has taught us that we want it easier. We want it faster. We, want, we don't mm -hmm. have time for, you know, good food. Well, good food takes time to prepare. Mm -hmm. So does uh, relationships. Mm. So does a business. So does, uh, you know, Jody and Kay have touched on it already. Uh, it's like, you know, coaching is a journey. Mm. You, you can't learn everything you need to learn in six weeks. And all of a sudden, well, I'm there. And now I just go on and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm successful. Well, you know, it begins with one decision, but that one decision then leads to another good decision and then another good decision. It's just like, you know, your life can change negatively with one wrong decision mm. the same way. So you just success is just one good decision after another. Mm. It's not just one decision. And all of a sudden I'm successful. That's not how that works. Mm. I love it. Thank you. We'll talk later. We'll, you talk, bet. Well, we'll, talk, we'll talk more <laughs> about uh, <laughs> about my personal journey because I like to put it out there. Literally, I'm putting out my 100 pound weight loss. <laughs> I've actually done a live weigh-in several times on this show, and I've actually gotten a little distracted. For those who don't know, I've actually had this battle for months with black toxic mold in my house. I've been poisoned for years with a buildup of black toxic mold in my house. It just got fully remediated as of this past Saturday, Friday night. And so I'm, I'm, I'm free healing. My body is actually releasing uh, some of these toxins. And so I'm actually, you know, I'm feeling rejuvenated to be perfectly honest. So I'm back to get, I'm ready to get back to my weight loss, but I was distracted. I was still doing the business work, still doing, you know, all this, the, you know, being very strategic, but I, I definitely was not trying to balance a weight loss plan at the same time. That was one too many things. Uh, had a great attitude throughout the drama. And I think that was one of the, one of the things we're going to talk about as well. And so thank you for saying that we're going to come back to what it takes to, continue on that journey. So he just shared with us success is one good decision after the next. You have these amazing cards. I want people to know what we're doing. Can you talk about the cards? So because the reason I brought you two together is because you often say things that he says. You have these amazing magical moments cards here or mm -hmm. magical mind shift cards. And so as we have this conversation, I'm just going to be, we're just going to be pulling them out and kind of talking about them if you want. But he just mentioned a term success. I know you have a card around the topic of success. How do you define success? And then, Jody, we'll have you talk about success in business. What does that take?
to be successful when you're starting your own business? Okay, we're going to start with well, you. Well, I want to respond to what Trey was please. talking about. Yeah, please. Um, to me, we just have to go way back. Mm-hmm. And I know that, Trey, you have gone through all the all these turmoils in your life. So have I. I've mm-hmm. had I've had abusive situation in my uh-huh. family. I was growing up after World War II in Japan. Mm-hmm. No food, being bombed every day, you mm. know, and those kind of trauma. And and I know that when I was about your age, I just really got to the point that I really didn't know who I was. And I was yeah. trying to cover up things, and I didn't want to tell people mm. about my past. And I was trying to be like everybody else. Uh-huh. But it just got to the point where I kept standing on the street and say, well, who am I? Why am mm-hmm. I here? And that bothered me so much that um, it just helped me just held me back from being successful wow. in You were in your own way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up writing a, uh, a book called Keiko's Journey. Mm-hmm. And it's about the World War II story of my mm-hmm. life. And I swear, I, could, I couldn't write the book unless I went to the park on a sunny day. Mm-hmm. And it has to be very cheerful, and I would write a <laughs> chapter. But I could never write it in the evening or in my home because I would get so traumatized. Uh-huh. Wow. And so, you know, I really recommend that you for, just kind of force yourself to start journaling or writing your thoughts mm-hmm. or write. And so trying to remove all those fears out of your mind and then turning those fears into something that you just have to say the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. And, I like I, it. and so I just got to the point where I was playing so much with words and I refused to accept the words to bring fear into my life. And so when I wrote my book, my business book, there were so many things I talked about in my business book in building my business that mm-hmm. how did I survive for f- over 40 years? And it was because I learned how to get the power out of the words. Mm. And so okay. um, so all the words that see my card deck, mm-hmm. uh, they are all the, the actual words, tried and true words that I would I used at one time or another in my business. Mm-hmm. And I, I I swear I probably would have closed the doors down after five years if I didn't have to focus so hard mm. on trying to open the door to a new way to think and right. and, and think outside. Expanding. And yes, mm-hmm. exactly. And so, um, yeah, thank you for sharing your story of because mm. when you were talking, I said, oh, my right. God, he sounds like me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. At 23, to have yeah, gone exactly. through I know struggle. what I felt like when I was 23 mm-hmm. with my baggage in my head <laughs> and my heart. And, and I was scared to see mm-hmm. any kind of scary movie. I didn't want to hear any stories, sad stories. Right. And people would say, what's wrong with you? It's only right. a story. Mm-hmm. But in your mind, mm. you go, it's not a story. It's real, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. So, Kate, two two things that you that you said. You said you had to force yourself to write, and you talked about the location where you wrote. You said you went out it had to be a beautiful day. I have written so much during my Black Toxic Mode episode. Mm-hmm. I was banned from my house. Basically, my garden was blooming. So, part of the photography for the book is all these beautiful. I had little lilies. You guys will see. You're coming over, I think, for my block party to write today. Little six foot tall lilies, one stem, 
had 16 of my favorite stargazer wow. lilies on one stem. One, it was just amazing. But then I had like 20 of these six foot tall, five foot tall lilies, bright pink, huge white lilies, stargazer lilies, just amazing. And so despite what was happening on the inside, despite this black toxic uh-huh. mold and a crazy landlord, I'm sorry, I'll stay focused. Um, so despite, <laughs> despite the shenanigans, it was, it's been the best summer of my life. Because I would escape to my secret okay. garden, and I'd smell the roses, uh-huh. and I'd talk to the Lord, and I'd be in prayer and meditation, and I'd written so much. And it was just like, oh, my God, if I could actually go through this black toxic mold experience that I'm writing about, it doesn't matter what's happening around you. You decide, right? When crazy people are in your life, and the shenanigans are happening, and mom is getting, get, having, being abused, or someone's abusing you, you decide, right? You can decide. I mean, you physically may have to escape that space. I know you were talking about right. the bathroom, how your mom used to yeah, escape to the, the bathroom. bathroom was a safe space. And I actually wanted to piggyback on top mm-hmm. of that as well. The connection that we have in massage therapy, massage therapy in relation to our trauma has healed me. Mm-hmm. It has helped me to become present enough to sit down and meditate mm-hmm. with myself. And I would say that that's been the overall transformative process that I've used to kind of detach myself from everything that I've experienced and assess it and observe it for what it is and accept it and move on. I love it. Well, the, so the first two years that I did this show was just radio and the show was the same title of my first book, which is Our Journey, Our Dreams, The Art and Science of Being Aware and Getting There. So it was Our Journey, Our Dreams, mm-hmm. The Art, which is really the sharing of the stories and the science. It's all the research and all the books I've read, right, of being aware Right. right. Knowing what dreams you want to accomplish, but then the steps to get there. So I kind of broke it down. It's really an amazing book. And, and, and I say that to say. The reason I bring people on is because of all the books that I've read, you, you, you all are actually tapping into some of the best books and what they say you're supposed to do. You guys are actually doing it, whether you know it or not. So if you think about Deepak Chopra, I, I have a huge crush on Deepak. He's, he's my fave. Um, but he has a book called The Seven um, Laws of Spiritual Success. And one of them, the very first one, talks about, you know, tapping into the, you know, infinite possibilities of the universe. And he's like, how you do that is through silence. Mm-hmm. And for anyone who knows me, that was the hardest. Silence, right? I was pretty good at number two, you know, gratitude, awesome, you know, at sharing and giving and, you know, Detaching, I think, was like number five, uh, detaching from the outcome, you know, and, and being silent and kind of going within the, 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 the you win from within. And, and, and he talked about spending time in nature and, and basically this concept of self-care. So whether it's through massage or meditation or spending time in your garden or some some, you know, outside tropical place, he basically talks about connecting with nature is so powerful. Can we talk a little bit about that and how how important it is when you're trying to achieve any dream? You talked about, you know, success is one good decision at a time. So let's be real pragmatic now. Let's talk about um, those decisions. So in the moment, someone wants to, I'll use myself, lose 100 pounds, and the banana Foster's French toast is on my mind or pizza or whatever the thing might be, which I've used in the past to cope, right? Not how I want to cope right. in the future, but it's something that I've done. So let's talk about that from a coaching perspective, right? And let's talk about people who want to start a business and just haven't, right? How do you break that habit? Let's get real real, real specific. 
anyone and everyone. Well, I think it's like anything else. You just have to start, you know, set that intention mm -hmm. and just start. And you, it's baby steps at first, but what I found is just having, um, having other people know that that's your intention and then they're asking you about it and you're, you're, you feel accountable because you're talking to them about it. Um, and of course, having a mentor helps mm -hmm. hold you accountable and helps give you homework and, you know, the next steps and checks in on you and also gives you that encouragement. Right. Um, also having, you know, mentor or coach can also guide you so that you, you know, don't make some of the same mistakes as maybe they did in their small business or that they've seen other clients make. So, you know, just um, I think there's a lot of power in just stating your intention and what it is you'd like to achieve, because you'd be surprised. We all want to help each other. You wouldn't. I, I think that surprises a lot of people. But if you ask for help, it's amazing how many people just want to help you. And they're not looking for anything in return. It's they want to give back. They they feel good about helping. And so that's what I would say. Just encourage you to do that. Um, also, I just wanted to kind of piggyback on something you said earlier about this idea of making decisions. Mm -hmm. Totally agree with that. But it, it's, in my mind, it's not a start and an end. The world is constantly mm. evolving and things are changing all the time. So you could start a business, you can be highly successful, but that's not it, right? I mean, the markets are constantly shifting, new trends are coming in, new opportunities. And so you're constantly learning and, and setting new goals and achieving new things. So that's a really important piece as well. To stay open. Yeah, Jody, as, as your co-mentor, SCORE mentor, don't you think that we have so many clients that um, just really can't tell you what makes them happy in business? Yes. And so they have this huge idea of what they really need to be. But um, oftentimes, I know you do that too, is that we take people back down and say, what do you what do you expect out of this business and what makes you happy mm. and if you were to achieve your goals what would it look like i love it and we do a lot of that kind of uh, role playing and visioning, visioning with our clients right it. yeah i don't know there's a, a book that's called start with why um that mm -hmm. i often reference and because you know sometimes people come in and say i want to start a business and you ask why and they say well obviously i want to be rich and it's like, <laughs> yeah. well it's not like you know a straight line to rich it, you know if if it's something that you enjoy and you truly have a passion for it you're probably going to enjoy it a lot more <laughs> and higher higher likelihood of success if you're doing something you really enjoy doing in your business and and i first of all i love i love this thing um, i love this conversation around mentoring and coaching and bob as they're talking you know, I think about things you've said to me, and as you and I have talked, I think about things that they've said. So I'm just loving this synergy here. But you talked about coaching, um, accountability, um, and, and I know accountability and setting intention is one of the things that you guys focus on a lot. You do these vision board workshops, and you want to talk about that a little bit, how important it is to set your intention. And then I think I heard you say, Miss Jody, um, how important it is to check those um Kind of dots along the way, check the boxes along the way, like knowing that you're not just setting your intention and all of a sudden the weight falls off. Yeah, we like to put some structure around it. <laughs> exactly. You set the intention, but then put some steps to get you from here to there. And there. Right, that's because, where. well, because a lot of times, and, and Jody's kind of touched on it, you know, yeah. we have these habits. Yes. Well, the habits didn't start overnight. Habits came over amount of time. Right. Changing habits 
takes time as well. We would love to just say, yeah, oh, I, I don't, I, today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't do this thing anymore. Well, making that decision is the start of it. So you've made the decision, but the habit, they say habits take 30 days to get a new habit. Right. And unless you replace an old habit with a new habit, Guess what? The old habit comes right back. So, so, so you need to stay with that so, in order to get a new habit. So do, do we want to talk a little bit about this concept of the trigger? Because you just said you basically replace the habit with something new. So we right. know that. And it's intention. You have to be intentional with mm-hmm. that. You can't, you can't just pretend that that's going to be. If, if, you know, and let's go with losing weight. Whatever amount of weight yes. we want to lose, mm-hmm. we, we decide. And one of the things I've... I've actually uh, been with somebody who they talked about, you know, we don't lose. You don't want to lose weight because when you lose something, what do you want to do? You want to go find it again. (laughs) You know, when we lose something, we're looking for it. So we want to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's, you know, we it's it's in our head. We don't want to lose weight. We want to get rid of. I actually want to gain a healthy lifestyle. And as a result, I just want to improve my habits. I just want to make better choices. So that's what I'm now refocusing on. I'm refocusing on. Making better decisions. Right. Um, and then Jody talks about, you know, having somebody accountable. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge, when we make it public and it mm-hmm. becomes accountable and they ask you, how you, how you doing on that weight uh, thing that you're doing? <laughs> and when you have to then tell them, I really, I'm not pursuing it. Well, now, how come? <laughs> right. You, you made that statement. You made that right. broadcast of a new intention were you not serious were you or what was the deal do you want me to keep asking about it would you ask me not to ask about it so so right here on this particular show oh we have a surprise guest so um, I'm gonna introduce you in a second but right here on this show my birthday my 50th birthday is September 23rd and so I've decided between now and then I am going to just be more intentional um, I am putting it out there on the show so I will be doing a live weigh-in between now and then, and I'll continue to do it through December, through November and December-ish, right? Just for the purpose of holding myself accountable. Mm-hmm. I always have such great uh, guests on the show, so I don't have to weigh in, right? It's not about me, right? It's bigger than me. That's the whole name. <laughs> That's the name of the show. So since it's bigger than me, I don't have to think about me. But if I'm not courageous enough to put it out there and to bring it back every week, so now I'm making the commitment to the universe that I will be weighing in maybe five minutes. We'll do it somewhere in the end of the show. So it's not about me, but it, it is, will be my accountability. And, and whether we call in or check in or we figure it out, I will be doing that because I, I do want to, 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 to demonstrate, right. How important it is. And if I have a struggle during that week, I'll talk about it. Right. It, so whatever, whatever that journey looks like, that is what I'm committing to do between now and say Thanksgiving ish. Um, when my book is launched, and by that point, you should be able to, I should be able to talk about some great new habits that have been formed. So, putting it out there. Okay. Now, this is a new thing because we've heard it's this not, before. It's not, it's not, so, it's, I, I it's guess, not, it's where, not a new thing. I don't know. This, you tell me. Where are we on the journey of, you, you of this thing? You tell me. That's I, the whole point of this show. I was here for a while before. <laughs> I'm you, just saying. You were here for some burning of the boats. <laughs> oh, yeah, which, yeah. So, so this concept of burning of the boats. So, so we know we're actually going to bring him right here. So, he just has a really quick introduction to make. And so, uh, real quick, Mike, we're going to 343. So, we're going to um, we're going to take a break. And you guys get your get your thoughts together for Tracy, who has talked about burning the boats before. And for people who don't know, burning the boats is this concept. Was it Cortez that we said one of the the, the Magellan? I think. So one of Maybe the somebody. What one of the some old guy who's not here. 
to defend himself. We had an explorer uh, land in the new country, right? And his team got here and they basically decided it was, you know the story, right? It, it was hard. It was a hard struggle, and they wanted to go back to the to, to the old world. The new the new world was too 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 hard. And he was like, "Yeah, there is no going back." So basically, he burned the boats. We're not going back to England or Spain or wherever they came from. You see that mountain range? We're going that way, and that's the only option. And so we made a joke about this burning of the boats. Um, I've had some burning of the boats dining out experiences where I'm like, okay, this time. And what I realize is my new focus is, I, 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 we talked about my, I call these success sacks. Which we got to change that. That's I, well, not, no, that's it's good. perfect because. No, it's not perfect. <laughs> let me explain to you why it's perfect. So a success sack is I used to, I used to say, I grew up relatively poor. And I used to think in my head, right, because it's about really what stories we tell ourselves. Brene Brown talks about those stories we tell ourselves. So I used to say in order, you know, I'm going to be successful because I used to have to eat food I didn't like. And when I'm successful, I'm going to be able to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, period. Right. So I'm not going to have to eat whatever. I'll, I'll get to make better choices. So every time I go out and I reward myself because I work really hard and I help a lot of people. Right. Story I tell myself that I get to reward myself with delicious food. That's been my story for the last 50 years, 49.75 years. Right. And so. What I'm saying is that story served me. I worked eight years at IBM, 14 years at Disney, my last five at Microsoft. I was making $200,000. I was successful. I could eat whatever I want. I've traveled the world. I've lived in Mexico. I've lived in Brazil. I feel pretty successful. So I have to call this a success sack because it was part of the journey for me being a little girl in the hood, right, wanting to have a different life. And so now what I'm saying is success can't be eating whatever I want. Success now has to be making decisions that are going to accrue to my long-term success, decisions that I would want up to others to model. It's going to be about my borderline diabetic situation, my bad knees. It's going to be about the fact that I mean, I got a lot of reasons why I want success is something different now. So, so I, I, I need you. I, if I had the answer, I'd be 100 pounds lighter by now. So I'm going to be intentional with my own personal journey over the next six weeks, right, and talk about it for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. It's not a weight loss show. It's about helping you all achieve your dreams. But if I can't, then, right, there's a problem there as well. Any any, any thoughts? Agreed. <laughs> I love it when there's some agreement. Perfect. So we have a guest. Can you come on over here? We're going to have you stand in the middle. Can you share this microphone real quick? Have you stand right here, handsome gentleman. Mike, let me know if you can see his entire, is he seen? Awesome. So would you like to introduce yourself? And thank you for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the invitation. So this is the, are you the president of the Washington State Coalition of African Leaders? Yeah, so I was somehow nominated. (laughs) He's so (laughs) humble. He's so humble. Stop it. So I, yeah. I am the president of the Washington State Coalition of African Can you come a little Community closer? Leaders. Yeah, uh, I'm the president of the Washington State Coalition of African Community Leaders. I'm going to have you so, face the mic and tell us what is the Washington State Coalition of African Leaders? What is it and why is it important? Again, mm-hmm. I brought him on because this show is about all about people achieving their dreams, helping people achieve their dreams. This guy is doing this for free, right? Another nonprofit organization or at least another organization who is focused on helping a broad community achieve great things and so I brought you on because this is about talking about great things score is a great organization you guys are doing great work 
these guys are doing some really cool work. I'm actually part of their executive advisory board mm -hmm. because I actually, you know, have leaned in to try to help as much as possible as well. So tell us what it is, why it's important, and why should people get involved? So in a nutshell, the Washington State Coalition of uh, African Community Leaders is nothing else but a coalition of the diverse African communities that we have in Washington State. So when we talk about Washington State, the majority of Africans live in Seattle and King County and the biggest African communities, as most people know, are the Ethiopian community, the Eritrean community, and Somali community. Nevertheless, there are other many diverse African communities, like my own Ghanaian community, the Zimbabwean community, the Tanzanian community, the Guinean community, the Ivorian, you name it, a whole diverse uh, mix of communities here in Washington State from the continent of Africa. And so having the community leaders come together uh, to have one voice and represent the diverse community on all issues affecting these communities is what triggered the formation of the coalition. So we focus on the common issues aff affecting all the communities, meaning the area of education, immigration, the area of healthcare, the area of generation gaps, so first, second generation, you know, and the, the, the area of economic empowerment. So how do new African immigrants and refugees that come to Washington State, how are they well integrated by their own community and how they, how do they, how they navigate the system to be very successful? Because this is a land of opportunity, but nevertheless, you need that direction. You know, you need, need to know where the information is. You need to access these things. And that is what the coalition is all about, to provide the platform for the African community leaders to tap into the resources to share and be the change makers in their community, meaning they have to cascade down all these information when they meet with their various community. And within African culture, you know, there is that hierarchy of respect for the leaders, and that's the need to really work through the leaders to ensure that they reach out to their community. So that is how we are working to ensure that the African community in Washington State are all well represented when it comes to all decisions affecting their community. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry, is he amazing? So next week we're actually bringing um, we're bringing you back. Did you mm -hmm. say your name? Oh, sorry. So my name <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kwejo Owari, and originally from Ghana. Yes, and and we're we're bringing back some other members of the the team as well. Yeah. We're going to talk about talk a little bit more about this organization. We're going to have three other organizations represented. I actually don't always talk about the fact that I am president of the National Black MBA Association. I thought I was going to have someone call in. Um, but we are going to have uh, several other presidents. I'm president of the Seattle chapter of the National Black MBA Association. There's 40 chapters around the nation. We have a, a national conference coming up in September, so we're going to actually do some plugs for them and talk about why that organization is so important. We're all volunteering as well. We're all coaching and helping with professional development. It's a beautiful thing. And so our relationship with this organization is also key because our mission is economic and intellectual empowerment. And so when you think about this African community, and, and, and it's, it's, it's a perfect synergy and exactly. partnership. We, we also work with African, the diverse African groups within corporate America. So there's Africans mm -hmm. at Microsoft, Africans at Boeing, Africans at T-Mobile, Africans or Blacks at uh, yes. Amazon to ensure that the, the, the gap between you know, those on the corporate world and the community is bridged. And then we all work together. And that's where... You know, Tracy also comes in with all the diverse and experience in terms of leadership 
skills to ensure that our community leaders have that leadership, leadership skills to do their work within the community. It's exciting. And so I know we're short on time. Like I said, we'll have you guys back. But you wanted to come and also use this kind of video platform that mm-hmm. you can share with social social media yeah. to talk about an upcoming summit. Our yes. Summits are amazing. This is your third annual summit. Exactly. Can you talk about it? Talk about it like it is a video commercial. Go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday, the 21st of September, 2019, we'll be holding our third annual African Community and Organization Leaders Summit in Seattle City Hall, which is on 600 4th Avenue in Seattle downtown. Now, the purpose of this summit is basically to provide and equip our African community leaders and organizational leaders with the necessary community-based leadership skills to be able to run their various communities effectively. In addition, we'll be focusing on the Census 2020. We all know Census 2020 is a very key and crucial activity for us all, including the state. And the African community is considered as one of the most hard-to-count communities. And so this is the, the moment whereby at the summit we will, have, we will strategize as an African community, immigrants and refugees, how we would make sure that everyone within our community is counted. And with that, we are working with the city of Seattle and other agencies that are also involved in the Census 2020 activities. That is basically the goal. So we do invite anyone that is interested in knowing the African immigrant and refugee communities, any organization that want to partner with us, to all come on Saturday, the 21st of September. We are starting from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., and we have some dignitaries that are also going to be in attendance on the day. So you are all welcome. And uh, this is all to the African community uh, in, in Washington State to please, you know, come on that day and let us all work together. Let us ensure that we have all our members and community folks all engaged in the census. Yeah, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for coming today. Yeah. We, we adore you. This is, is this the fastest hour of your life? Seven minutes left, according to Mike, probably six. So how we like to end the show is it's something I call surrender and soar, basically, right? Kind of a, you know, we've had a fast-paced conversation, five minutes. Thank you, Mike. Um, we, we, we've had a great conversation, lots of sharing, great, you know, storytelling, you know, tips from our coaches, um, great insights. So what we want to do now is really kind of pause. If we had nothing but a recap of the, the most strategic information that you could share with those watching, Surrender and Soar, how, what would you share with others to achieve their dream? And we're going to, again, go back to those of us who've talked about it for a while. Some things, right? You have some people who've talked about starting a business, and we're going to talk about what SCORE can do, how SCORE can help them. Talk about, like, of your cards, which of your mind shift, which, is, which of your top three magical mind shifts you would say are most important. Then we'd like you guys to talk about, you know, someone who might be, have talked about losing 100 pounds several times. And what words of wisdom might you share with that person or someone who's wanted to stop smoking? Tell your, your story about stop being smoking. Tell, tell us about that real quick. And then we're going to come to each of you to talk about your stories and you too to talk about your, your, your words of wisdom. Anything you want to share as well about mm-hmm. people getting involved and in leadership, right? You know, people want to get involved, but it's about taking the time and really wanting to invest in change. It's work, right? But if you want to change things, it is work. 
And so this show, Bigger Than Me, is really all about transforming. Like it's really, you know, it's bridging the gap between hope and how. You like that? Don't talk about it, be about it. Right? So let's, real quick, I'm going to have you tell us that really in one minute. Tell us about how you started um, your transformation, I guess, as related to smoking. We had a great I, conversation. I think I started smoking because a lot of stress, mm -hmm. a lot of stuff in my life what that wasn't good. And so I used that as a crutch in my mm -hmm. life. Um, when I finally decided, I mean, I started patch pills. <laughs> I did all that stuff to try to quit, and I could never do it. And, again, I think it was because a lot of stress that mm -hmm. was in my life. Finally, I made a decision. It was time to break that cycle and just stop. And really, when you, when you break the cycle and create a new habit, you can do anything. Mm. So it's never too late to start. Mm. You have to step out of your comfort zone and make change. So, you know, when you, when you use all the other crutches and they don't work, when you change the mindset, mm. you can do anything. Step into your power. Mm. I love that. Step into your power. <laughs> All right, Miss K. Actually, I'm, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm gonna toss it this way too. here, Mister. Um, did you want to say something? No, I'm saying that is also about the mindset. It's all yeah. about the mindset, yeah. and once it's once it's changed, you know, everything is doable. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. I, I love it, Bob. Would you That's like to why. um as we're as we're closing? Oh, so this we got two minutes left, people. Mike is the countdown is on. So Bob, what would you like to say about that? I love that. It's never too late. Well, it is. It's about just making the decision. And once you make that decision, then you just bring people on board who can help you because we all love our comfort zones. Our, but nothing grows mm. in our comfort zone because it's just comfortable. If you want to grow, you have to go outside. You have to do something different. Mm. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same thing. We don't change our eating habits, then we look the way we're going to look. We don't change our reading habits, then we're going to know what we know, and we're mm. never going to know anymore. We I just we it. have to put a new habit. I love it. Miss Kay? All right. So Jody and I, mm -hmm. I think she agrees with me. Oh, my God. You have to talk about the women's conference real quick. Oh, oh she'll end oh, with that. Okay, sorry. Okay. sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me just say really quickly about small One business. One minute left. Small business. Yes. Okay. It, it, business is only 20% strategy. And 80% is your transformation. Mm. And uh, that, that business will kick you and push you and pull you in different ways. That will bring out your very best or you could bring out your worst. I love it. So that's it. Last 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Uh, let's continue the conversation. Come to seattle.score.org because we have a great women's conference coming up. We'd love to see you there. What's the date? Learn, connect, and grow. It's September 13th on Mercer Island, 92. Well, that's good. What's yep. the website? Go to seattle.score.org. What's the website for the uh, conference? WIBConferenceSeattle.com. WomenInBusinessConference.com. Thank you so much for enjoying today's show, and thank you all for being here today. Again, it's all up to you. Your future is in your hands. This is Tracy Harrell with It's, it's All Bigger Than Me.